Hi, I'm Kristen. And I'm Mike. And we're lost in the Sunnydale stack. This is the Sunnydale Stacks, where every other week we immerse ourselves in the world of Sunnydale, California, and review two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This week, we're dusting off Buffy vs. Dracula and the real me. We have a stacker question this week from Joe, mm-hmm. and Joe wants to know what other characters or groups could have been spun off. Uh-oh. The possibilities are endless. Yeah. Well, I do like, because um, thinking of uh, when we had a, a similar question about, like, what would you want, a reboot or a sequel or something like that? Mm-hmm. I do like the idea of something like that's almost an anthology in the Buffyverse. Mm-hmm. I think that could be really cool. Um, another, like, really weird direction to go in that I thought of was, like, almost doing, like, a sitcom style in the Buffyverse. I kind of would love to see a sitcom starring um, Andrew from the trio. So yeah. one of I, I have several mm-hmm. spinoffs that I think would be wonderful. One of which would be Spike and Andrew, and I think it would very much be like a sitcom, yeah, yeah like, like an odd couple. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because mm-hmm. you know that scene of them on the uh, motorcycle. Oh yeah, I would watch a whole show of that. A hundred percent. Yeah. I also would watch a Faith show mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not a sitcom, but yeah. just especially after mm-hmm. she runs off after Who Are You? And mm-hmm. she's on that on the truck. Like, yeah. I know she goes to Angel. Mm-hmm. But, but what I, else happens? Right. Yeah. And like, if she hadn't turned herself in and went to jail, like, mm-hmm. I want to see... It kind of would, I guess, be Angel-esque, except she would be less broody. I want to see, like, her traveling around trying to redeem herself and become good. And, like, I like it. I Mm -hmm. I really I really would watch the hell out of that. And I could see it having an element where, like, the watchers are still after her, maybe. Yeah. Of, like, kind of having that incredible Hulk element where there's somebody always kind of chasing or the fugitive. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I would also watch... Do they have a name? The Gruesome Foursome? The Spike, Angel, Darla... Drusilla? Yeah, what are they known as as, as a unit? I there guess, has to be a name that we're just not thinking of. Okay, my brain is calling them the gruesome foursome, so the we're going foursome. with that. Sure. I would watch that, mm-hmm. like them from, for, like, you know, I love yeah. the flashbacks of them, mm-hmm. so I want to watch the in-betweens. Yeah, that would be cool. Or something where, um, well, one of the obvious things that they actually were trying to do for a while would be like uh, Ripper. Right, um, sure. That would be a fun one. Or even something where it's just like the Watcher Chronicles or the Slayer Chronicles. Sure. Be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a controversial one, I Uh-oh. think. I would totally watch a spinoff with Riley and his wife. Oh, I can see that. Almost would... like, a, like a, a proto-Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. type yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that. Like the, yeah. you know, the new not shitty initiative mm-hmm. yeah. not in shitty South initiative. America. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I would totally do that. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe that, that character would have something to do. Unlike this season. Yay. It's really alert if you haven't watched the season yet. Riley has nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can probably kind of guess from these first two episodes. He's just kind of like hanging out. Right. Yeah. And then I would watch the adventures of Anyanka and Halfrek. <laughs> right? Uh, sure. There, I mean, there really aren't many bus, Buffy yeah. spinners I wouldn't watch. I would yeah. watch Anyanka and Halfrek. I would also watch Oz Traveling the World. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where in the world is Daniel Osborne? Yes, absolutely. Get Rockefeller in there. 
he's in a pizza and like everyone else around him is partying and he's just like sitting there oh uh, just stoic mm-hmm. that is that is the uh, the osway <laughs> now let's head into the sunnydale stacks and open the books on buffy versus dracula I just love, love the title. Oh, yeah. You know something I found out in research? It originally wasn't going to be Dracula. Okay. It was just going to be like some old vampire. Oh, no. This is so much better. Yeah. And, and then like I, I think it was uh, it was either Jess Wooden or somebody else on the writing staff was just like, when they were you know doing different drafts, they were like, well, why don't we just have it be Dracula? He's public domain. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good point, too. Yeah. It's like we're, we're just making an old vampire that kind of feels like a lesser Dracula. Why don't we just make Dracula? Yeah. So have you read the original Dracula novel? Oh, long time ago, yeah. Okay, I have not. I lent, I bought a copy because mm-hmm. I was it, like, I was on this kick of reading um, old books mm-hmm. I hadn't read yet, and I lent it to someone, and I think it's been about two years. Uh oh. I might reach out and get it back. No. <laughs> but yeah, it's, that's on my to read list. Mm, so yeah. I don't know. I I had to do some research yeah. over like. I don't know what this is referencing. Oh, and you haven't seen like a lot of the movies then? No. Mm-mm. Oh, wow. No, I think I think like the oldest vampire movie mm-hmm. I've seen is it's the Brad Pitt one. Interview with a Vampire? That one. Well, I guess technically you, you did see Lost Boys. That's a little older. Sure. Yeah. Not, not quite, you know, Bela Lugosi, but <laughs> getting closer. I think I saw parts of Shadow of the Vampire. That was like late 90s. Yeah. Yeah. But that was about the original Dracula movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, like the original, original Dracula movie was before that it was a silent movie and Dracula looked real doofy. <laughs> like he looked like a comic take on Dracula. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So Buffy can't sleep. I would like to point out mm-hmm. she she's in her mom's house. It's yep. the summer. So she's not in the dorms right now. Mm-hmm. Willow and Tara are not quite sure. I guess Buffy's supposed to be living at home this semester. Does Tara have a different type of dorm that's like an all-year dorm? Or maybe just because Buffy and Willow are like broke their housing agreement mm. with the school that yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what Buffy's plan is. But she is in her mom's house. There is a boy in her bed. Oh, yeah, there is. Uh, there is no way my parents would be cool with this. Do, yeah. you think, do you think Joyce knows he's in her bed or did he sneak up there? That seemed weird. Like if you're like college age and you're sneaking a boy in your room. Yeah. Uh, my like... parents definitely did not allow yeah. this until I was married. Mm-hmm. Like even engaged. It was like, no, separate, separate bedrooms. Pets. Like that's going to stop you. I, 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 this seems weird to me that your college age daughter... It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. I think just, you know, with the fact that she's you know, the slayer and having to deal with that, there's probably like cuts her some slack on certain things where it's like, yeah, you know what? You, you and your boyfriend can, can sleep over. I don't think that two are related. Joyce is just very liberal. I Did you notice they have the detail of Riley still got his chest wound? Yep, yep. I like that that's still mm-hmm. in there. She can't sleep. She goes hunting. Chases a vamp through the cemetery. There's a really nice flip in there. It's like she cartwheel kicks him. Mm-hmm. Cartwheels into a kick. I like it. And then afterwards, she's now able to relax and crawls back into bed with her honey. Oh, hey, Riley. We've got some new credits. Yay! Tell me about the credits. Well, it's the first time we have the the Snoopy dance, which is fantastic. Love it. I believe this is the... Yep, this is the first time we have Emma Caulfield as main cast credit. Mark Lucas is still in there. 
I'm really sad that they lost Chainsaw Giles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that one, you could have kept that one, guys. Yeah. Because none of the other shots of him are like that impressive. Right. Like, he's not just a comedic character. He needs some Mm -hmm. badass moments in there. Uh, So Buffy and Riley are playing catch on the beach. I got a real American Pie 2 vibe from this scene. It's very 90s looking. Yeah, it, it is It is jarringly not Buffy. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that's the thing. Is like It doesn't feel like the Buffy aesthetic. And I guess because it's like late 90s and Alison Hannigan's there, it feels like American Pie 2. Sure. <laughs> it, I mean, this is interesting. I think this is the only beach. No, the, I mean, we had the swim team thing. Mm. <laughs> well, but like, boys have needs. <laughs> oh god <laughs> just say no to fish rape guys <laughs> but yeah the beach they they mm. should be here more often i would think yeah i would if there is again studied all geography cuckoo bananas crazy <laughs> they have like a really nice beach that we just see like for the second time now you know the giant museum huge school airport one street, apparently, though. <laughs> Only one street to connect all of those things. Uh, I will say, though, that, like, we're, what do you, like, 10 minutes from the beach right now? I mean, d- it depends on, like, mm, yeah. if you're driving or biking or walking yeah. or whatever. I never go. <laughs> I never, ever go. Yeah, but it's also different when it's, like, a lake versus the ocean. Sure. Yeah. I mean, our beach is mostly rocks. Yeah, mostly <laughs> rocks. And, uh. Dead bodies. Like- yeah, there's a lot of and a lot of just weirdos yeah. hang out by the beach. This is where I'm going to start probably a themed mm-hmm. concern over the next couple of seasons. SMG's getting real skinny. Yeah, yeah. She's, I mean, she's never. I mean, she's always been svelte. Mm-hmm. She's always she's always been in very good shape yeah. and always been petite. But she's getting to the point here where she looks so very fragile mm-hmm. that the fight scenes are almost ridiculous. Yeah, and it also, just from a technical standpoint, makes it much more obvious when there's a stunt person. Correct. Even though they, uh, for this season, they got a new stunt person who I think is a little bit closer of a match to mm-hmm. SMG in general, but like, yeah. yeah. And I, I've heard that she was um, really losing weight for the Maybelline commercials was the whole point. Huh. I had heard, and I, know, I mean, this is God knows how long ago I heard this and from what reliable source, yeah. I don't know, that Joss had wanted her to gain some of the weight back. Yeah. That he was concerned that she was too skinny, but she, um, her, the Maybelline commercials was why she was losing the weight. So we're not sure. Maybe it's Maybelline? Me- oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you. Uh, every once in a while. But yeah, I, I kind of, at this point, I feel like it's, it's getting to be too much. Season seven yeah. will, I will be concerned for her well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I, this scene, I think, was pretty obvious. It's a little bony. Yeah. So the rest of the, while they're playing football, the rest of the gang has a more relaxing relaxation. Mm-hmm. I think that's why we're the sidekicks. <laughs> also, you don't have superpowers. There's also that. This is, I feel like I'm in this scene, I'm the Buffy where like when other people want to like lay on the beach, I get bored and I'd mm. rather play Frisbee or something. Oh, okay. I think I'm the barbecue because I have a fiery passion. They're not all winners. You are literally the barbecue, not the person running the barbecue. No, no, no. You literally I are the, the ana- Okay. All right. Learn something new about you today, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xander can't start the fire for the grill. So Willow does using magic. Just cute, mm. cute little flick of her hand. Um, but she doesn't balance the elements just right. So uh, the beach day becomes a rainout. Although you could make the argument that it wasn't her. It was the arrival of Dracula. 
Ooh, that's interesting. Because like she keeps saying, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. So if you take her at her word, then maybe it's just like, ooh, Dracula's coming to town, rainstorm, magic. I like that you're Dracula. trusting her, whereas I'm like, <laughs> you lying little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> It's all your fault. <laughs> like most of the time we're very protective of Willow and all of a sudden you're just like, you lie little bitch. I mean, but in the most affectionate way. Oh yeah. That's you know? super affectionate. Have we talked about how like other people can joke about like you bitch yep. and as like a jokey thing. But when I say it, everyone mm-hmm. takes me like at face value. Like, no, it's a, <laughs> no, I, I meant it like cute. Not like, a, I, I think you're a, oh, okay. affectionate thing. Yeah. But later at Sunnydale's creepy old castle, you know, that creepy old castle would say, always there yep well uh, i do like that they do kind of put a lantern on it where uh later on uh riley is just like you know i never noticed the big honking castle but that confuses me like so what are they implying here that he had this built just for hit him that he magicked it into being no i think it's it's supposed to be that it was always there but it's just like it's funny that we never noticed it sure fedex is here with mm-hmm. your dirt got some real monster squad vibes off of the scene I don't know. Like something about the way yeah. it was filmed. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. No. Obviously, there's a vamp inside the box mm-hmm. and it attacks. We knew that was coming. Although I, I don't like that you didn't really see when the box kind of bursts open. You don't see a lot of dirt, which I think would have been more consistent. Fair. Yeah. That like it's 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 not like it's like all the dirt settled at the bottom. And there wasn't that much of it. Well, that's what they get for like dropping the thing. That like it just yeah. it's shifted. It's shifted. Your contents may chip in. Uh, they, I did not see ship, a shipping. fragile marker on that box. They mm-hmm. just didn't do a good job packaging it. Yeah, it's, it's that uh, Transylvanian uh, packaging errors you always get. Don't order stuff from Transylvania, guys. They don't. It, they, it's just shoddy work, really. The next morning, Willow is helping Giles with his computer. They're scanning his whole hot library. I thought they did this in season one. Yeah, didn't they learn like, hey, watch out for this because it might make the uh, worst episode of the series? Right. <laughs> they got rid of that one book. <laughs> yeah, it was just that one book that did that. Uh, it seems that Giles has spent his whole summer organizing his Watcher stuff. Aww. When it would, mm, uh, Mike. Mike. Yep. Mike. Yep. Mike. Yep. Restless. Mm-hmm. Giles's dream. Yeah. The theme of that, right, mm-hmm. that like, was that he needed to get back to being a watcher. Yeah. Right? Didn't we decide that that was like, mm-hmm. he was like, what's going on? This is all very confusing. And like the, the main thing at the end was like, watcher. Mm-hmm. You're a watcher. Which you really think means that like, he's going to wake up from that and be like, shit, my purpose in life. I got to get back to that. Instead... He's decided to leave Sunnydale. Well, he's not technically Buffy's watcher anymore. And I think he's kind of thinking that she doesn't need him. So he can go do the like other watcher things where it's about like research and figuring things out and like kind of the more academic side, maybe. Okay. So like the watcher's council version of being a watcher. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. It it seemed weird to me. I completely forgot that this was coming up so early. Mm -hmm. I you think restless he's going to be like mm-hmm. Well, and it is weird cuz it feels like this would be a great um turn from most of the rest of last season. Yeah, it really isn't sure. restless that you kind of get like, oh, so he's got a renewed purpose. Mm-hmm. But it seems like he would at least you'd think he would at least ask like, "Hey, uh Buffy, do you still need need me to like watch?" Have a thing. Well, yeah, it does it, it does really seem you're right. I feel like this would feel more organic if at the end of season mm-hmm. 4 he was thinking, "All right, I'm going to go back to England cuz yeah. y'all don't need me." And then Restless Primeval mm-hmm. has renewed his sense of like 
you know, I'm needed here. I can't leave. Mm -hmm. Buffy ditches ice cream to patrol. She's supposed to have ice cream on mom's dollar I, I thought, and decides I thought to patrol. I thought it was a character named Ice Cream. No, no, no. This is, I mean, this is how you know she's not right in the head. Mm -hmm. She says no to ice cream. Who does that? All those weird people that doesn't like ice cream. I mean, those don't exist. Those are people. No, I've met them. What? It's like, I, I feel like are it's Are they a lactose conspiracy. intolerant? No. Like, they're just crazy people that they don't like ice cream. don't like it. Yeah. And it's not a certain flavor. It's all... Uh, from what I, I I asked them, there's been a couple in my life. Because, um, you know, you just... It's one of those things you assume, like, you breathe air. Um, sure. You like <laughs> ice cream. Right. Um, oh, Same. you don't... Yeah, you, you're Same. lactose intolerant. You do, you can't like your body can't handle. Like, oh would, no, would you no. like some sherbet maybe instead? Yeah. It's, oh no, no. I just I just don't like it. Like then, what what happened? Did ice cream like yeah, what come to life and beat you up as a child? Clearly, what what's happening there? And, mm -hmm. and we're, we learned this in this episode. So I'm glad I'm able yeah. to have this teaching moment with you, mm, Mike. Okay. These people are under Dracula's thrall. Oh no! So, um, but they're, they're craving spiders and bugs and things uh, mm. instead of ice cream. And uh, it's only because of an evil spell that yeah. anyone would ever say, I do not like ice cream. Yeah, spiders do sound good right now. Oh no. Oh, guys. Oh shit. Actually, you know what? That's great. If you can get rid of all the spiders uh, around mm. my building. This works out to my advantage. I'm fine with Ooh, this. I could go to Navy Pier and just feast. And then I could have all the ice cream and I didn't have to share it with you. Yay. This is great. This is wonderful. <laughs> what is the science term? Symbiosis. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Uh, so Dracula watches her take down a vamp and they meet. Mm -hmm. I do like the like, do you know what a slayer is? Do you? Like, oh. Oh, oh turn it around, turn Dracula. It. What a... What are you, a therapist? What's mm -hmm. going on here? <laughs> and of course, right before the commercial break, I am Dracula. Get out! <laughs> and I like the the yeah. idea that like she's fought a couple people. They're like, you know, yeah. are you sure? Because so these vamps all call themselves Lestat. Mm -hmm. That is that is. A, I I could totally see that happening if vampires were real. Well, it it's it makes me think about when um, Spike first showed up, and he's like. You were at the crucifixion, please. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was at the crucifixion. <laughs> Would have been more crowded than Woodstock. <laughs> uh, so she goes to stake him and he disappears. That's cheating. Meanwhile, Willow is just itching to tell Xander her secret. And I like that everybody knows Willow. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not everybody. Joyce doesn't know yet. That's true. That's she true. apparently learns in between this episode and the next episode. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You're right. Off that's screen. interesting. Or maybe it's uh, the appearance of Dawn affected the timeline and now she knows previous. Oh. Ooh. Whoa, mind blown. Nice. Uh, so Willow and Xander approach Buffy in the cemetery. I have to say, mm -hmm. I was watching this scene before work. And they're both drinking their little iced mochas. Yeah. And I had to leave for work early so I can get an iced mocha. <laughs> I, I had to. I was just, I wasn't really watching the scene. I was just watching their cups like, oh, that looks amazing right now. I, I gotta get I get, me a mocha. I need an iced mocha. Dracula turns into a bat. Oof, that bat effect. Yeah? It's not a fan? Not great. Um, I was mostly watching the game because I like the reaction mm -hmm. of like, ah, it's in my hair. <laughs> like they're they're, they, good, they're not scared of vampires, yeah. but they are scared of bats. Well, that's gross. They're going to get their little bat feet in your face. Oh, so have you been... Um, so the zoo and the burbs, not mm -hmm. the one downtown. The bat room, there's no separation between you and the bats. 
Okay. Have you been? Do you recall this? I don't. I know I've been there, but it was a long, long time Chris ago. Chris loves it. Cause Chris, Chris loves mm-hmm. the bats. So like, yeah. I will hide behind him. Uh, there's no separation between you and the bats. Similarly, there's a a spider at the Lincoln Park Zoo. Have you mm-hmm. seen the spider? Um, we have not met. He's had a very busy schedule. Okay. Well, there's just a big ass spider mm-hmm. exhibit at yeah. the zoo where there's no glass or mm-hmm. between you and the spider. It is just a spider. Just a huge, I mean, like the size of my hand spider mm-hmm. and no glass, no separation. Well, usually the bigger spiders are actually the less dangerous ones. Do, do, what if it just decides to go for a stroll? Then, you know, it's it's got that right. It's a spider, man. <laughs> <laughs> the game recounts the encounter to the rest of the Scoobies. It's interesting that Willow thought that Dracula was sexy and that Tara's jealous of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. Well, you know what? She does like the strong silent type. That's true. Yeah. I could see her being into it. Mm-hmm. Anya has met Dracula before. Uh, we hung out a few times. A little bit of a fangirl. <laughs> Willow is trying to make Giles think that he's necessary. It's a little annoying. I do love that little runner through through here. Here is a question for mm-hmm. you. Is Giles necessary? I think so. Because, and you can make an argument definitely by season seven whether he's necessary. Mm. But I think there's still somebody who kind of needs to be an authority mm. and nobody else is taking on that role. True. Mm-hmm. Even though Buffy's the leader, she needs somebody who's like a consigliere kind of character, like a, a you know, somebody who's, yeah. who's got the knowledge and, do, and doesn't necessarily like make all the plans necessarily, especially mm-hmm. at this point, it's much more Buffy is usually taking on that role, mm-hmm. but who has kind of like the knowledge and is the, the wise counsel to the leader. It's the wisdom that I think is necessary. Because mm-hmm. at this point, they're coming up with plans on their own, mm-hmm. and they know how to research. They've yeah. got Willow. They've got Anya's like past demon knowledge. Mm-hmm. But I think that Giles' presence is just a calming, wise... Just, mm-hmm. They just seem more grounded oh, yeah. when he's there, sure. um, and he's able to pull them back, maybe. Mm-hmm emotionally so i i think that yeah because even though they're all more adults than they were that definitely like he's he's the grown-up yeah the gang plans on holding off uh going after dracula until they can do more research about him and they're going to reconvene in the morning there's one line that i hate here Hmm. where riley talks about how if the initiative was here we could have found out everything about him in two hours it's like no you guys never you did the research about you, the magic. You shit. hated folklore. You never yeah. looked at it ever. You just went like kill, kill, ask questions later. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, did you forget over the summer what your entire whole thing was? Yep. Brainwashed by them. He doesn't see their flaws. Mm. Later on the only street in Sunnydale, uh. Anya is gushing over Dracula, who's now a wolf. Yeah. That, these are things from the books, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. just assuming. Uh, Dracula appears in front of Xander, who's instantly Renfieldized. Yeah. Like instantly, didn't they? Did was this like I? So like I've heard of Renfield before. I know yeah. the whole thing, but like I thought he had to do something to you, like he had to feed off you, or you had to feed. That was it. That he, you had to feed off him, right? I don't know if that was ever like a canon rule. I don't remember from the book if if Renfield actually fed off Dracula first, or if it was just the the kind of kind of glamoring kind of magical effect and the promise of becoming an immortal. Okay. Because he definitely just has like a sway over people, even if they haven't, you know, sucked his blood. But that like obviously makes him more powerful. Right. Maybe maybe Xander just really likes him. I don't can't remember what movie or book or whatever that like, you know, obviously to turn you into a vampire, he has to drain you of blood and then you have to drink his. But if you just drink vampire, 
uh, Dracula's blood, you had a taste for it and became. Oh, I think it was uh, Dracula dead and loving it. That's probably. Probably. I mean, honestly. <laughs> Dracula tells Xander that if he spies for him, he can make Xander immortal. Mm-hmm. Like they, you are strange and off putting. Truer words never spoken. Yep. Riley goes to Spike's crypt for information. This is the the crypt is looking real nice. I gotta yeah, say, I'm noticing really like this is over this, this is I would I I wouldn't necessarily live there, but yeah. it's it. I'd hang out there. I'd maybe have a party there. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's it, the reason I wouldn't live there is it's it looks too cold, and I'm always cold, so it, it mm. looks damp. Yeah, but if you're a vampire, I don't think you have to worry exactly. about that. Exactly, that's nice. it, perfect if you're a vamp. If I was a vamp, I would live there. Mm-hmm. Spike claims that he and Dracula are old rivals. Mm-hmm. Dracula owes him 11 pounds. <laughs> That's a very specific amount. <laughs> well, that's how you know it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he tells Riley that Dracula will probably be in a mansion. We've talked about James Marsters can't be that tall because mm-hmm. there, there's a picture of me with him. Yeah. And he's not much taller than me. But when Riley steps up to Spike mm-hmm. and he's all tall yeah. and he does the whole like stare you down mm-hmm. and then like Spike can't make eye contact because yeah. Riley's the alpha male in this situation. Mm-hmm. Ooh, man, the tension. Yeah. What is it? Kiss. No, I'm kidding. Kiss, 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 kiss. <laughs> There, that's something Riley could have done in these these that first would have episodes. Been a, that would have been a Weird different three-way relationship, yeah. love triangle. Dracula uh, fogs into Buffy's mm-hmm. room uh, and checks out her angry puppy bite. Oh, and he bites her in the exact same place. Did this feel like a total betrayal of Angel to you? <laughs> I did not no, think of that. This to me all. felt like like you go up to the moon and you step on Neil Armstrong's footprint. Like, yeah. no, 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 that's well, funny. I, I feel sacred. like it's more like, hey, I don't want to leave another mark. I want oh. to make you look like, you know, some kind of, you know, a vampire slut. <laughs> or as the uh, films and books Vampire Academy put it, blood whore. Is that a? Th- That's a term in those books, in, in, or at least the movie. I never. Actually oh, read good the lord! Books, yeah. Okay. Yep. That might be a field trip. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that needs to be a field trip. Oh. Never read the books. Insane. Uh, so the next morning, she covers up the bite with a scarf. I worked with someone at Starbucks once who used to do this to cover up hickeys. Were they sixteen? Right? I mean, come on. First off, it was all the time. Like, it, like it was like, uh, I mean, like, just... Were, were they dating a vacuum? Apparently. Good God, buddy. Just like... <laughs> Me, my friend, Hoover. But it, it's just super obvious what you're doing there. Because yeah. nobody wears scarves like that anymore. Mm-hmm. What you do in that situation is you, like, you should you should wear those scarves very often. Sure. And then occasionally, like, take them off when you don't have hickeys, so that when you do have to wear them to hide right. a hickey, nobody's Super judging obvious. you. Or put on a fucking turtleneck. Maybe they had, uh, you know, they needed more air in their, their neck region. They didn't <laughs> breathe much through that. Sure. Um, you just need to get a, a job as a flight attendant, mm. and then the scarf is just part of the ensemble. Absolutely. Or a job as a Fred from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> That too. That's. I yeah. mean, it's it's just Halloween, guys. I decided to be Fred. I'm switching the genders. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's March. I mean, just like six months Halloween. You don't celebrate the six months. Uh, no, it seems it seems like un- way too much. The un-Halloween. The un- oh God. <laughs> Unbirthdays, right? Yeah, that's your unbirthday, right? Is six months. Yeah, I don't I don't mess with that shit. <laughs> uh, the gang reconvenes to share research. I, the, oh god i love xander's line the dark master bader <laughs> <laughs> i love it 
Willow says Dracula makes a personal connection to his victims and can control and hypnotize minds. The unholy prince. Bader. Bader. <laughs> I do. I think you can like watch this episode twice in a row. And just the second time, once uh, Xander's been turned, just watch him in the background. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. all like twitchy and nervous the entire time. <laughs> He's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I really can't handle him eating spiders. Or bugs. I just can't. Mm-hmm. I understand it's TV and it's not real, but it grosses me out. You should not watch um, uh, Vampire's Kiss then. Because uh, Nicolas Cage actually eats a cockroach. <laughs> I didn't know that was a title of something. I've mm-hmm. never heard of it. Yeah. So when you were like, you should just not watch Vampire's Kiss. And I'm like, well, I like it when James Marsters uh, and Juliet Lando kiss. <laughs> good. See, I thought I don't know why, because it doesn't happen. But I thought you were going to say I like it, James Marsters and David Boyanis. <laughs> yes, that would be Fan wonderful. Service. That uh, would be that would be just. They're great. locked together in like a dungeon at some time in their past, and they're like, you know what? We've never tried this. I mean, you, this would be a way to distract the guard. <laughs> I didn't write that fanfic at all. Uh, Riley guesses that Buffy's hiding something under her scarf. Gee, how could you tell? <laughs> Although she does, on occasion, make some pretty questionable fashion choices. That's fair. It isn't within the realm of possibility. That's fair. Uh, he thinks that she's transferring feelings for Angel onto Dracula. <sighs> He's got some real issues with ex-boyfriends. He needs to just never bring up Angel. No. It never ends well. No. Just don't say those words. You know who he should bring up is Parker, because he looks much better in the light of Parker. He really does. <laughs> Although that's the way to a girl's heart. Bring up her shitty relationship choices in the past. That's exactly what everyone wants to hear. I think that's that's how it works, right? <laughs> Is there a reason I'm single? <laughs> uh, the gang thinks that she should stay out of sight until they can kill Dracula for her. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sweet. Sander, after eating a fly, mm-hmm. offers to babysit her. Which he'll do again next episode, but for a different summers. Joyce? Yes. There's, that's the only one. Mm-hmm. So how did Dracula get inside anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Joyce let him in. He just seems so nice, a little pale. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Joyce. This is a bush league. She's lonely. Yeah. Uh, she says to Jared Willow, "You'll uh, when you're older, you'll understand. <laughs> so cute. Give up on men altogether. Uh, so again, we know that she doesn't know at this point. Because that would, right. that would yes. not be something you say to a lesbian couple. Right. At uh, Xander's, Anya's pissed that she is not on the plant. Uh, God. Don't worry. We can take a drink because there's a widespread panic poster in the background. Oh, goody. <laughs> is that going to go on for seven seasons, do you think? I think so. That's amazing. I really hope there's one in Chosen. I'm just, yeah. I can't wait to see. <laughs> it's in the Hellmouth. <laughs> <laughs> What are, what are, what are the Uber fans is just carrying it? <laughs> I'm gonna pin this up as soon as I get up there. He like um, strangles one of the potentials with it. It's got dark. <laughs> that would be some ra- widespread panic. Ah, uh, get it? You get it? Because there's. Cause I don't get it. It's widespread panic, and it helps. What? Them. I didn't even know I did that. Uh. <laughs> At Xander's, Anya is pissed that she doesn't get to go looking for Dracula. Xander locks her in a closet. And just, just nonchalantly pushes her in there and locks the door. <laughs> There's this whole deal where I get to be immortal. Yeah. Gotta take you to the Dark Master. In this scene, is Dracula wearing a sweater vest? 
Because that's what it looks like. <laughs> I didn't notice, but that's hilarious. Like, I'm sure it's supposed to be like some kind of, you know, weird old Eastern European thing, but it kind of just looks like a sweater vest. Preppy Dracula. <laughs> it's like, that's not really like, that doesn't scream Dark Prince. That screams like Dark Prince's accountant to me. Okay, so Buffy's wearing an ascot and looking all preppy to cover mm. up a vampire bite. What's his excuse? <laughs> Barely was out golfing before. <laughs> I've got to get in my nine holes <laughs> before I get in my two holes in your neck. <laughs> ah. Nice. I don't know what it is about the line where he goes, here she is, master. She who you most desire. Sorry. Hmm. <laughs> so goddamn hard at that. Oh, Sanders, you're such good priorities. Such, such good delivery. Oh, oh it's so fucking funny. Um, <laughs> Buffy intended to come here and kill him, but she can't. She mm-hmm. just puts down the stake. Yeah. Uh, he says she longs to know about her power, the limits of her capabilities. Buffy says she doesn't need to know. Now that is just impractical. Yeah. Like I understand like I understand being like, I don't need to know from you mm-hmm. none yeah. of your business. But you probably should know that stuff. Yeah, it's it's gonna be helpful. Riley and Giles find the castle. Big honking castle. <laughs> I need to use the adjective honking more often. Especially when it refers to cars. <laughs> Constantly. But they walk right in without knocking. It's rude. It's just rude. Yeah, no wonder they get attacked. You know, in, yeah, impolite. I think, I think Dracula would have, you know, called off his, his, his minions, not attack them at all if they just knocked. Yeah. I mean, just manners, guys. Mm-hmm. Giles, you're, you're, Eng- you're English. That's like your whole deal. Yeah. Xander tries to defend his master. <laughs> but, I mean, Xander's, he's not a super tough guy. He yeah. tries. Bless his heart. Mm-hmm. He tries. Ryder, he doesn't have to hit him that hard, buddy. Just- yeah, just the one punch. I know you want to knock him out, but mm-hmm. like, you look like you're going full force. And like, you can tap Xander and you'll knock him out. It's yeah. fine. Maybe he, th- he thought he wasn't. May- I mean, that's just how puny Xander is. Well, also, he's probably just pretty faint, just from only eating bugs for the past day yeah, or so. Yeah, he's extra fragile. Mm-hmm. That is not, not enough calories. <laughs> Giles falls into the basement. <laughs> like, that. at least you didn't get knocked out for a change. And I did kind of have uh, a little moment when he's, you know, kind of in the in the semi orgy of like, oh, this must have been like uh, when he did the Don't Dream It part in Rocky Horror. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he is pinned down by the three sisters, which I had to look up. Mm-hmm. They are characters in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm-hmm. Common excuse in uh, the Dracula movies to have like sexy women often naked. Sure. So kudos, Bram Stoker. Gave us an excuse in our classy horror film to have a bunch of boobs i mean you gotta have those so traditionally they entrance guys with Mm -hmm. the way they look and then feed on them dracula tends to provide them with victims meanwhile dracula encourages buffy to drink his blood gross (laughs) this is gross he repeats sucker he repeats tara's line from restless you think you know what you are what's to come you haven't even begun she gets a vision when she sucks on his arm of the first layer. Yeah, mostly. This breaks the thrall. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? When she actually gets the uh, the taste of it, she's able to kind of be like, "Oh, that's what it is. I don't need I don't need you anymore." Like, I think it breaks the thrall because part of the thrall just like it, it being in suspense. 
Okay. And then once she like actually gets like, oh, this is what you're offering me. Oh, okay. I can kill you now. Yeah, that like, was gross and I don't want it. Yeah, like that's yeah. I oh, and now I get what it is. You've it's kind of, you know, lost the luster. Gotcha. The lust or Oh uh, yeah, I gotcha. I got I got that part. Uh so they fight Lust Er. Yeah, yes. yes. You're welcome. <laughs> Okay, so they fight. Mm-hmm. She vertical jumps over his head. I think we're missing out on all, you know, pretty soon Buffy's going to have like a con- uh, crisis of career. Basketball. <laughs> or Olympics. Yes. You know, the long jump. I mean, it's kind of cheating. Uh, I mean, it, it, that gets into a fuzzy area of, you know, it's not like she's using steroids, but she does have an unnatural advantage. Sure. You could also argue that really tall people have an a natural advantage mm-hmm. over me. It is like her thing. Yeah. So be, for being so powerful, like with the mind and mm-hmm. the hypnosis and stuff, he's kind of a crappy fighter. Oh, because I think he, he never has to. I know. I think this yeah. is new for him where yeah. he's like, shit, how do oh, I punch? No. Yeah. How do I punch? Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not even dressed for this. I'm wearing a sweater vest. <laughs> You're going to pull the fabric. <laughs> If you want to destroy my sweater, just pull the string and then walk away. After he punches her, she goes flying. Mm -hmm. This is really entertaining because so the camera is, even though he does the action, Mm -hmm. the camera, he's in the background, the camera's far away. So she flies towards the camera Mm -hmm. and I get that she's supposed to be the focus and we're focused on like her being like, wow. Yeah. But if you watch him in the background, <laughs> it's very clear that he just stops acting. <laughs> <laughs> the actor is literally just like punches her and then just stands there awkwardly. <laughs> Pulls out a cigarette. It's, it's, <laughs> watched it a couple times because it was just like, this is awful. <laughs> oh, I love that. Or like on, on really crappy uh b movies sometimes you can tell like when they hold a take too long and somebody's just like and i'm out of it <laughs> like did we did we cut did i cut not, did we okay. i think i think he said cut uh, all right well i gotta pee okay. <laughs> riley rescues an unwilling giles <laughs> from the chick pit no more chick pit for you i love that term <laughs> chick pit i say it all the time i'm gonna start a strip club called the, chi- the chick pit chick pit <laughs> What was it going to be called? The chick split? <laughs> that would also work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it'll be very empowering. <laughs> sure. <laughs> See, th- okay, so here's, this is my mm-hmm. argument for Giles and Joyce should get back together. Mm-hmm. Because Joyce is all lonely and yeah. feeling frisky, you can tell. Yeah. Giles definitely is lonely and feeling frisky. Yeah. They belong together. Mm-hmm. He would have a purpose. He has a relationship there. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why he's and, going back to England. Olivia's there. Yeah. Um, and, and also, like, they have similar kind of interests. She's like a gallery person, so she probably knows a lot of, like different mm-hmm. cultures and, you know, art history type stuff. And then he knows all the magical history and they could probably have like interesting conversations about stuff very adults mm-hmm. yeah yeah They're classy yeah classy classy couple oh they would go to all sorts of like galas and premieres oh i know so buffy corners dracula with a torch he fogs all up but she catches him when he solidifies mm-hmm. stakes him 
That's clever. How do you like my darkness now? <laughs> With his spell broken, Xander is pissed. Spider eating man, bitch. <laughs> and he's no, no more. He's through being the one who eats spiders and gets the funny syphilis. Call back. No more butt monkey. Well, I mean, maybe every once in a while, aren't you? Uh-huh. I mean, you don't know what he's into. That's fine. After they leave, Drac reappears, but Buffy's ready with a steak. <laughs> I think one of my favorite things, I mean, I love the, the bit, but it keeps trying to re-solidify. Yeah, like, I'm right I'm right here. here. But I also love it's very subtle. And I don't think I noticed it until this watching. As they're leaving, Drowse has a little limp because he lost his shoe. Oh, he wanted to go back in the chick pit to get a shoe, but Riley wouldn't let him. That's cute. The next day, Giles invites Buffy over to his house for a talk, but she has something to say, too. Mm -hmm. Dracula understood Buffy's power better than she does. She wants to learn more about the other slayers and the source of her power so she can better utilize it, be stronger, better, but she can't do it alone. She needs her watcher. It's uh, so good that she went first in this conversation. Yes. Oh my God. It's yes. so awkward. It's like, I'm leaving you forever. Okay, so Jazz, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> um, could, could you not? This speech totally works. Mm-hmm. Like, I got emotional and felt motivated. I'm like, yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, I'm like, it's great to see her want to do training and learn more stuff mm-hmm. because in the yeah. past she's been so resistant to it and because mm-hmm. it's a really good point she yeah. should definitely know this stuff and he's so happy mm. i love he's so happy yeah and i also like how it's not necessarily like one season off one season on but like different seasons tend to focus more on like is it buffy more trying to balance her personal life or mm. her slayer life so it's i think it's it's very appropriate like Second year of college, you've probably figured out like the personal side of it, living away from home, mm-hmm. um, get getting like school and probably some of your first adult type relationships. So then it's like now I want to work more specifically on on my goals mm-hmm. overall. Like, do I want uh, to work on a career? Do I want to work on my slaying? Sure, it's very appropriate. I mean, I definitely worked more on my slaying second year of college. Mm-hmm. I also think this might also be a reaction into seeing. You know, last year was kind of about kind of about this is how the initiative slays Mm -hmm. if you want to use that term for what they did and how that didn't work like well we tried it their way what is my way yeah and a little bit more embracing Mm -hmm. that well yeah and especially since the only way they were able to defeat adam was with like ancient magic exactly you know the pew pew zap guns did nothing no later buffy bids her mom goodbye as she heads out for a movie but this strange brunette little tween mm-hmm. is in her room. Harriet the spy? the hell are you doing here? Well, but Buffy, if you're going out, why don't you take your sister? Mom! Bum, bum, bum. That's it. That's, that's yep. the, the, what, what are you talking about? We've never heard of Buffy having a sister before. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. Yeah. And I do love the little detail of it's such like the kid way of saying it. Mom. Mom. Turning mom into a two-syllable word. Right. What was your initial reaction to this the first time you saw that? Well, it was weird because like I've said before, when I first watched it, I was into Angel first. Mm. started watching Buffy and it was around last season. So I don't think it has as big an impact as it should have because mm-hmm. I was only like maybe, you know, had a half season's worth of episodes under my belt. I think part of me wasn't even sure if like this was a new twist or just like a character that came back. <laughs> Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. But then I kind of like, you know, once you watch more episodes, it's like, oh, no, like this is a character that's supposed to have been here all along, but they weren't. What's right. this all about? 
I um I was warned mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. One of my friends who had seen all of Buffy is like, just so you know, there's going to be this character Dawn. She's going to show up out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, okay. And that's like the extent of the mm-hmm. explanation, explanation I got. So I thought that this was a very, at the time, I th- like an 80s trope of bringing in a new character. Like mm. I think they did it on like Family Matters yeah. and like Growing Well, yeah, and I think like and, it, it, it all started with like Cousin Oliver on right. the Brady Bunch. And then like in the 80s, every every sitcom, if it was getting towards the end, would be like, let's bring on a little kid. Right. So I thought this was exactly what was happening. I, yeah. I did not think that this was something mystical mm-hmm. i just thought that they were going to explain like oh she's been living with her dad and yeah. do some sort of like which if they that's how they did it i would have had so many complaints yeah. and issues about like, like how did we, we never hear about what this heard about her yeah. like how does she know the whole gang mm-hmm. if we've never seen her it'd be one yeah. thing if like she's been with her dad in la but then mm-hmm. it's like then how does everyone know her yeah uh, so that's totally what I thought was happening here. I'm glad it wasn't that. I think it's because of that old 80s trope. Yeah. This... Well, especially since it's like so so late in the run. It's over halfway through the run of the show. It feels like this is when you'd pull out some kind of weird thing like this as a like ratings ploy. Like, let's bring the tweens back in. Right. And then like the fact that they kind of use that thing that we're used to. Mm-hmm. To kind of trick us into thinking that's what happened, and then yeah. being like, actually, we have a, a Sunnydale explanation yeah. for what's going on, which I do, I do like, and I, it's one of those things I enjoy on the concept level that you know a sci-fi or fantasy show can do is just like, oh, and by the way, the uh, the world's completely changed now mm. in this one episode, yeah, and you can't really do that except for like in very real ways on other shows where it's like, uh, well, I guess there's uh, somebody dies, right. Like, you can do that, but you can't, like, well, unless uh, we're talking about, you know, Dallas having a whole season be a dream. But that uh, was dumb. (laughs) What do you think about Buffy versus Dracula? How do you feel? Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's great. It's a great episode. It's, like, super fun. It's a really nice way to, like, ease back into the show Mm -hmm. um, after the break and not, like, hit you right over the head with the Dawn stuff right away. Like, it's saved until the end of the episode. As a nice little like, dun dun dun, yeah, dun dun dun. Ah, I see what you did there. I, I mean, I like this. And one hand feels like we're getting back to our roots because mm-hmm. the, the first couple seasons you'd have things like this is the Frankenstein episode mm-hmm. and this is the creature from the Black Lagoon episode. So I'm um, having the like we're taking the classic horror movie, mm-hmm. one of the classic horror movies theme. But in this way, it's interesting because rather than just say like. The idea of Frankenstein mm-hmm. as a man-made thing, yeah. raising from the dead, whatever, and saying like, no, the famous thing no, this is, the, is the real. That's Dracula. real in this world. Mm-hmm. It's not a literary thing. Yeah. That, that's that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And it, I feel like that th- this is the character to do that with, not only because it's, you know, the famous vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the Vampire Slayer show, that would make sense. But also just of, you know, famous kind of universal or just classic monsters, Dracula is one who... You could kind of buy being real more than a lot of the other ones. Like, it's probably not really a Frankenstein's monster. Sure. Like, and it'd be I, harder and to... The idea that Dracula is kind of based on a real yeah. person. Yeah. Very, but, like, obviously yeah. not, you know, sucking people. It's not a documentary. Um, but it, the idea mm. that it is already grounded mm-hmm. in reality. Yeah. I, I like it. Okay. So uh, it's time to take a break. And hear from our sponsor. January 19th on The CW. He's the lovable bass-playing werewolf you couldn't get enough of on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. 
But now things are really getting hairy. It's Oz. Follow him on his global trek to the farthest reaches of the world. From an adventure on Air Force One with the president. Hey. To a murder mystery via train through the Himalayas with the Dalai Lama himself. Hey. Next, there's a stay at a supposedly haunted Buckingham Palace with Queen Elizabeth II. Hey. Ooh, hey. Then thrill as Oz finds Amelia Earhart on an uncharted island full of dinosaurs and underground mole people. Hey. And finally, a journey to the heart of North Korea. Oh, hell no. From the producers that brought you Aftermash and Joey comes the best new comedy of the year. It's Oz. Hey. It's time to put Buffy vs. Dracula back on the shelf and open the books on the real me. I do not trust Giles with crystals. Never. <laughs> I don't trust it. It's not That good. is a great first thought. My first thought is, where the fuck are they? They're the back room at the magic box. But they say later in the episode, maybe we could train in the, we use the back room for training. Oh, that's right. This, they have, that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I don't know where they are. Yeah. Are they that's interesting. just a random gym where they're like, hey, we're going to need this room for about an hour. We're going to need some weird crystal shit. I totally like just this is she does not have her training room yet. Yeah. No, that's weird. Very weird. No, my first thought was like the second Giles took out Crystal, I'd be like, fuck you. No way. Uh, Giles. Fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me. Or no, what's it? Fool me won't get fooled again. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, So he's taking Buffy through guided meditation. Mm -hmm. And then she does that cool one handed handstand on the post. It's very uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Mm hmm. And Dawn knocks over the crystals and breaks her concentration. <laughs> Our introduction to Dawn mm-hmm. is the the iconic, I think, and stereotypical, mm-hmm. like, bratty little sister. Yeah. Like, she's just ruining everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think Joss really thought the the this through mm-hmm. because the, the fans are already going to be... Yeah, H- hesitant, resistant to you're adding a new character out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, this isn't just a one episode yeah. thing. You're going to do this forever now. Mm-hmm. So we're already going to be like... I'm not really a fan of this girl. And then you're going to make her annoying on top of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they should have done more of like, maybe you should get some Buffy's nerves, but it's entirely accidental. Like, like Buffy hates Dawn, but Dawn is trying her best. Right. Where it doesn't really feel like that. It doesn't feel like she's a horrible person. Like, that's probably how a lot of, you know, sisters relate to each other and act. That's not unrealistic. It's just hard to feel sympathy when it's a character who is annoying your main character and came out of nowhere and you're suspicious of. A little too far in the annoying little sister direction, Joss. Um, I think if you kind of made it more about Joyce being like, take your sister with you, take Mm -hmm. your sister shopping, is very realistic, I think. And that's not Dawn's fault. Yeah. So like, and that part, like, it's, I'm not blaming anyone, but it Mm -hmm. is like, ah, little siblings. I say this as a little sibling. I've always been the bratty one. And, and there's a way to make it so that it's not like Buffy's unsympathetic because she just hates her sister for no reason. Right. But also make make Dawn more sympathetic. Yes, correct. Uh, so this whole framework is the voiceover of her diary. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this episode from her perspective, which I think is a really interesting way to introduce yeah. the character. And I also love how she's already in the opening credits and it is her second episode. Yes. Yeah. Which, you know, I I know that for the very first 
episode of the series, mm-hmm. Joss wanted to have special credits just yeah. for Jesse. So I, anytime he's able to mess with the credits, I feel I so proud it. for yeah, Joss. It's just, it feels like he's just like trying to, to fix that original um, gap in what he wanted to yeah. do. So she says that no one cares about my feelings or opinions. I think this is very much a younger sibling thing. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Younger siblings, I think, um, stereotypically, mm-hmm. just you, you feel like you're never getting enough attention mm-hmm. because it's always going to the older sibling. And they get to do things before you do. Yeah. And there's always a little resentment about like, what do you mean their curfew's not till 10? Why do I have to be in bed by 8? And then you get the flip side of, you know, parents almost universally become more lenient as kids go on sure so then yeah. it's like well what why you know i had to you know wait until i was this old to do this exactly and, and now you know little little baby is doing it mm-hmm. uh, i love this choreography around breakfast <laughs> this is so great breakfast choreography I mean, it's like I'm not even paying attention to the dialogue. I had to stop and go back a couple mm-hmm. times because I'm like, no, listen to what's being said. And then I completely kept just watching. <laughs> um, this is just, just dancing around each other, mm-hmm. stealing each other's milk. Don drank all the milk, ate all the cereal. I like that Don is just not impressed by Buffy's calling. This mm-hmm. is not a cool thing. Oh, cool. cool. She can do backflips. <laughs> yeah, I love the, the backflips and stuff. Like, that's all it is. She doesn't even wear a mask to protect her family. Ooh, scary vampires. They die from a splinter. Now, that one kind of annoys me because it's like, come on. You know that's a gross mischaracterization. Call. I know, but it is pretty funny, though. Like, <laughs> technically, she's correct. <laughs> technically. I would like to see, like, an episode where, like, Buffy gets a splinter, takes it out, and just pokes him into a vampire's heart. I, I mean, it's, there's, a, there's a lot of room between your skin and the heart, I feel. But like a pencil. They've died from a pencil. They really poke it in there. (laughs) They accidentally swallow a splinter somehow. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And it goes to the esophagus straight to the heart. Joyce wants Buffy to take Dawn back to school shopping. Okay, but Dawn's Hogwarts joke is actually really clever. Like, (laughs) no one laughs at it. Like, like the first movie hadn't come out. Oh, I gotcha. So, like, it was like a thing that was known, but it wasn't like the cultural force it is now oh i gotcha but it is i mean mm-hmm. that is a, that is a good, i feel bad that no one's laughing at it i'm like no it was good it was good done it was good i'm gonna give you props for that joke <laughs> uh don is not a fan of riley which i feel like is a younger sibling mm. with the old yeah. i definitely like i this brought back memories of i dated this one guy in mm-hmm. high school whose younger brother hated me hated me and finally mm-hmm. the guy i was dating was like what is your deal and he's just like you're always spending time with her not me i'm like oh yeah oh uh so buffy forgot that she made plans with riley poor riley he's got nothing to do he's just he's got you can't even hang on with my girlfriend really got nothing to do i can just see him like going back to i assume he's living in an apartment now that the, is he is he still in school has that been made clear at- nope not been made clear at all um, he doesn't have a job. Yeah, I'm just picturing him going to like an empty room and sitting on a very plain looking chair and staring at the wall. Like he's until- got a, like a, a a one room apartment with just like a little like closet for a bathroom. Yeah, he's got just like a chair and a bed. And he's just sitting there, just sitting there waiting for. Yeah, he's got nothing to do. Maybe just like a, a few push ups every once in a while. <laughs> And he just got that the bald poster somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> just the, that's and the it's only like, it's thing like in half there. Half torn because when he took it down, yeah. it didn't come down right. 
I love the image of Giles driving through sunny California Mm -hmm. in his fancy new red convertible, but listening to stuffy classical music. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's very Giles. It's such really good dialogue Mm -hmm. in this scene. Calls the the car a two-door tramp. Or she does. (laughs) Yeah. And I also love how he just just hates automatic gear shifts. Uh, They see Willow and Tara, which good. They haven't seen my new car. (laughs) Nice wheels. The rest of the car is nice, too. Oh, it's just every single yeah, thing. I'm like, dialogue. everything is cute. Mm-hmm. Finally, someone Don likes. Mm-hmm. Willow. Yeah. And apparently Don loves school, which I don't feel like they really follow up on. I like the idea. It's a contrast to Buffy that mm-hmm. you have a kid that's like, I'm. this isn't like the drama surrounding me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they don't show a lot of like. I love scholastics. I got an A in my book report. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Don wants to learn some of the things Willow and Tara do together. Meaning spells, but yeah. Joyce's apparently a little uncomfortable with the I'm idea that yeah the, yeah I mean come on Joyce twenty first yeah. century get with it I I don't think teenage Joyce would have been that uptight no she would have been down mm-hmm. Buffy dropped drama but really Willow actually signed up that's and surprising even more proof that she loves drama her uh, shirt is a Shakespeare quote I I mean that she has come a long way baby. Mm. That's not the quote. That's, nope. <laughs> that's from a cigarette ad. <laughs> Pretty close. When they get to the magic shop, it's been ransacked. And expanded significantly. Magic shop was yeah. never that big. No, no, no. It was one room. Now yeah. this had like a second back area. Mm-hmm. And a second story. It does? I mean, like they have like the bookshelves on the upper. like So it is like oh, space wise, like pretty much two stories. Maybe like a little yeah. bit less, but. It's significantly bigger. They definitely made... Bigger, yeah. Mr. Bogarty made some expansions. Uh, he's going to regret that because uh, Willow trips over his dead body. Oh, no, goody. Oh, God. Mr. Bogarty really should have gone to yogurt. <laughs> Mr. Yogarty by Mr. Bogarty. Mr. Bogarty's frozen yogurt shop. I mean, that's <laughs> it, it writes itself. Yeah. So Buffy immediately expels Dawn from the magic shop. And I want to point that out. Immediately. She had no idea that she yeah. was walking into a room mm-hmm. th- where there was a dead body. Yeah. Once she realized there was a dead body in there, she made sure that Dawn saw mm-hmm. nothing. She Maybe could not have done a better job of yeah. this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring that up again. Yeah. And it's not like Joyce said, never bring her into a magic shop. No, she just said, after the magic shop, go to the mall. Mm-hmm. Crazy man approaches Dawn. Because crazy people always have ominous warnings. Yep. No loitering. That's why I'm a cat. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Uh, he recognizes her and says, Curz and Way, bringing us back to Little <gasps> Miss Muffet <laughs> from the Bath Dream. He t- Inception. Yep. Got it. He tells her that she doesn't belong here. Find out Mr. Bogarty was attacked by at least four vamps. Uh, I like that at this point, I'm like, Think about something. I do not remember what the what the you know scary thing is from this app. I just remember mm. this is the Dawn app until now, and then I got really happy. <laughs> the vamp uh, pack stole books about the Slayer and a unicorn statue. Bum bum bum. Who would do that? I just love how how Draz gets so preoccupied with wanting the magic shop. High profit margins, man. <laughs> Not bad. Smash cut to Harmony. Yay! Good job, minions. <laughs> She's such a terrible bad. She's so bad at being bad. Is one of her one yep. of her one of her things is Andrew? Yep. Okay. Yep. It's Tom Lang's first appearance in Buffy as the I don't know, Jerry Re- the Vampire. Vamp. Yeah. 
Okay. I really thought I was like, am I being just like an asshole? Like, no, Kristen, that's a totally different person. Mm-hmm. Stop thinking that all skinny little dudes look the same. No, that's that was Andrew. All right. Cool. She's been skimming book jackets all morning. <laughs> the jackets. Uh, her outfit, the sequin top and gold pants. I mean, the two combined. It is a statement. <laughs> and she says, we kill the Slayer tonight. <gasps> yeah, it's... Yeah, we're so worried about that. <laughs> Back at the Summer's house, Joyce is pissed and really unfairly so. Yeah. So she's mad that Dawn, she brought Dawn to a place where there was a dead body. I mean, you're just being unrealistic, honey. How? That's that's like 50% of the places in Sunnydale at any time. <laughs> what? And how, I mean, like, you brought her to a bookstore. How, how are you, how is she supposed yeah. to know there was a dead body in there? You told her to bring Dawn along. Mm-hmm. And the second she found out, she did the right thing. Yeah. She got rid of Dawn. Ugh. I just don't understand how Don or how Joyce wanted her to handle this. Yeah. Dawn at fourteen can't be left home alone, so she's a she's a an eighth grader, right? Seventh grader? I would think eighth or possibly ninth, depending on when you were born. Okay, I think I'm trying to remember. I'm fairly certain I was left home alone. I mean, I'm not really. Yeah, I think I'm not around kids much, so I yeah. don't get ages a lot. I'm like, yeah. I don't know how old's a four, how how adult is a fourteen year old? Although you also have to factor in, it is Sunnydale. Fair, yeah. So like, there are a lot more legitimate threats. And like, your sister's the Slayer, so yeah. like, the bad things come to your home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but Xander's going to babysit, and Don is more than okay with that. Oh, a little crush. I love the Don on Xander crush. Mm-hmm. Do you haven't read any of the comics, right? I do know that uh, it becomes more than a crush, which is more than a little bit weird. It's weird. It's we. I get that. Like when you, as you get older, age differences don't really mm-hmm. make that much of a difference. So we think yeah. that they they have what like a a seven year age difference. Fourteen. They're probably like I'd say probably okay. six, maybe. Five, you could argue possibly Xander's only 19, possibly, but I think yeah, he's Yeah, sophomore 20. in college. He's probably 20. Yeah. she's 14. Well, so I mean, because like, like senior year of college, I was yeah. 21. So that's how I'm, only, I'm counting back. So this isn't that big an age difference. Mm-hmm. It's just weird because you grew up with this person as like your little sister figure. Like it's not weird yeah. from Dawn's point of view. From Dawn's point of view, she's like, I've always had a crush on him. He, he's known her since she was 10. Right. That's weird. It's it's to me it's weird because he's clearly and not crushing on her. Yeah. So he has yeah to take like someone who you feel about a, as a little sister and then like develop sexual feelings toward them is weird. Yeah. But it makes sense that Dawn has a crush on Xander. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. He's cute. He's nice to her. Mm-hmm. His sense of humor works well for teens. Oh yeah, yeah. I love that Anya is just way too over eager. Mm-hmm. Hello, little girl. Like, okay. <laughs> chill and then it really is like xander doesn't talk down to anybody yeah that is the and it is nice that through this character we're able to see like xander in a little bit different of a light yeah because usually he's like the lowest on the totem pole in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. so it's nice to see that like oh he he is really accepting of other people because when there is you know a dawn that's lower on the totem pole he's really nice and friendly and not like doesn't like shit on her (laughs) well and again the the way some people talk to even teenagers, not necessarily mm-hmm. like children, children, yeah. is aggravating. I remember yeah. being John's age and, and like complaining yeah. to my parents, like, what the shit is wrong with your friends? Didn't say it like that. Mm-hmm. But telling my parents, like, it really bothers me that every time we're around your friends, mm-hmm. 
people act like I don't speak English. Like they'll yeah. address my parents and be like, well, how old is she? Like I am 14 and yeah. I am standing I in front of you. Up to my name. I speak English. And so my parents started when every time their friends were like, oh, and how old is she? They'd be like, well, she speaks so you can ask her. Uh, and I appreciate the fact that my yeah. mom was like, you're right. It is weird that they mm-hmm. act, they talk about you as if you're not there. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I like that Xander is not one of those people. Mm-hmm. Willow and Tara are moving in together. They're talking about Dawn feeling like an outsider, which really becomes a talk about Tara being an outsider. She's so sweet about it. She is. And I like the fact that she's not offended, but just like, this is just the reality. You guys have been friends forever. Mm -hmm. I am an outsider. And Willow says she's totally one of the gang, a good guy, which makes Tara squirm. Mm. A little foreshadowing. Um, And I, I like the idea of like, we'll have like, was it, was it Dakota rings or secret bracelets or pins yeah, or yeah, something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, well, I mean, it's, you know, a little condescending for Tara, but yeah. maybe do that for Dawn. Yeah, Dawn might get get kicked out. Of Meanwhile, Buffy and Riley are patrolling. Riley points out that even though their family dynamic has always been this way, and oh. Dawn has always been around, oh. Buffy's really tense about it lately. All of a sudden, for no reason. <laughs> Uh, she says she's jealous. Dawn's going to have the normal summer's daughter life that Buffy mm-hmm. never got. And that makes yeah. sense to me, seeing that, like, I don't get these... I don't. I didn't get to, to be a tween and mm-hmm. not be patrolling at night. Back at the summer's house, Harmony tosses a brick through the window. <laughs> Come out and die with the eye dotted with a smiley face. Oh, Harmony. Why don't more vamps burn down more houses? Yeah, that is a, a pretty pretty good move. It was in the uh, the Fright Night remake they did that. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Which, I mean, like, I get vamps don't like fire, but, like... Mm-hmm. You can walk away from the fire? You, you're you okay enough with with fire to smoke a cigarette. Just throw the cigarette onto a gasoline pile that you set on the porch. Well, uh, technically, that would not work. The, uh, the ignition temperature of gasoline fumes is higher than the cigarette butt. How do you know that? Why are you always teaching me about fire? <laughs> this is weird. How do you know so much about fire? Uh, I'm definitely not an arsonist. <laughs> no, but seriously, that's just like the third or fourth time that we've had a fire lesson from Mike. I mean, I've, I've, uh, you know, I watch a lot of Mythbusters. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, I also, I worked on a boat. So you have to know about what fire safety because you can't really like. It's not usually a great option to just jump off the boat. I mean, it's like Michigan. You're fine. Uh, It's also, it's like Michigan. That's fair. It's hard to swim swim through sewage. Mm -hmm. Hey, most of that is gone. But the dead bodies remain. (laughs) Xander explains to Harmony that, one, you are not invited in, so this isn't terrifying. And two, Bubby's not home. But when Harmony starts insulting her crush, Dawn inadvertently invites Harmony Ugh, inside. Dawn. In her defense, this is like phrasing. I mean, like... Come phrasing. <laughs> this, I mean, it's, it's not... She's not literally saying... Oh, please, do come in. Right. It's just... A, it's, it's a turn of phrase people use that like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Yeah. I feel like it wouldn't upset me so much if there wasn't so much stuff beforehand in the episode where she's being bratty. Right. Exactly. And this, I mean, this is an example of, you know, you said earlier her being accidentally mm-hmm. causing a problem. Yeah. And this is this is a moment in which I feel bad for her because mm. this was an accident. Yeah. She didn't really and mean. She was, and she was really doing it out of a place of like, oh, this the, the 
this guy that I like, um, I'm trying to defend him. Right. So I doing with good intentions. This is way more sympathetic than her, you know, knocking over the fucking crystals. Yeah. Where it's just like just 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 being a dick. Stop touching shit. What yeah. are you, a toddler? I mean, that's why she needs to be babysat. Mm-hmm. Although one reason she uh, probably needs to be babysat is that uh, originally the first couple of episodes actually with Dawn were written with her originally being thought of as 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't change that much of the first couple of scripts. I've heard that before. Yeah. And you can tell that there's in a lot of moments she acts way younger mm-hmm. than the character is. That You're yeah. like, are you just dumb? What yeah. is this? And like, I, part of me is like, well, she's technically six months old. So mm. that's why. Yeah. <laughs> she's a little baby. <laughs> oh, wait. So that makes it even creepier with Xander yeah. and her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't know that in his mind. This is his like little sister figure. Well, no, I'm saying like later on, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like when yeah. in the comics. That's, yeah. That's, oh. that's like that's like angel level of like, you know, stranger danger. I do like in this uh, sequence when they're talking about who the hair puller is. <laughs> Buffy finds the Harmony gang laughable until she learns that Harmony has the invitation into her home. Mm-hmm. And only someone who lives here can... Uh-oh. Got some trouble. And also reinforcing, reinforcing that like this is a situation that's always been. Yeah. I like that, you know, Anya and Xander come to Dawn's defense. Mm-hmm. But she's really upset. She didn't mean to and buffy's argument about like it's common sense i mean no again this is it's a weird situation it is and it was a turn of phrase yeah yeah. it's a figure of speech i don't yeah Mm -hmm. Eh. Uh, so spike jumps the defeated harmony gang did you notice before spike enters the music is real goofy no like it's like that's <laughs> a little appropriate for harmony's game but it's like i don't know it feels like a little too much for the 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 tone of of buffy in general like they don't usually do that wacky of music mm-hmm. where it's like circus clown music because these characters are goofy <laughs> if you didn't get it the first time yep. they're ridiculous mm-hmm. harmony tells them we're gonna kill a slayer and like oh let me guess he's one of her friends as a uh, bait for a trap it's like, no guys new plan <laughs> <laughs> i love that because I, I originally when I, I see this i assume that like it's it's the joke of oh shit that was my plan right but it's, she's not even that smart right the plan that spike gives us an example as this is a dumb plan is smarter than whatever plan she had and i like that we don't know what her plan is yeah. so, like my brain starts going through like okay what are the what are the dumbest shit that she could like, have done like put a stake underneath a box with like a stick and a string i i honestly <laughs> think that she was going to go back and just do the same thing yeah just go back and throw the brook again that but night. through the back window oh that is good catch a prize surprise <laughs> An upset Dawn runs outside. Anya follows her. Yeah, uh, where a minion knocks out Anya and nabs Dawn. The minions point out that if the goal is to lead Buffy to Dawn, i.e., to the bait, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter if Dawn's alive or not. You know, if you've watched any kidnapping movie ever, mm-hmm. that yeah. like she's not asking for proof of life. Buffy punches Spike until he tells her where Harmony's lair is. I love that he gives directions in meters. Ah, oh, that is neat. I know that it's just like a small detail. And like, if he had said it in feet, I wouldn't have been yeah. like, but wait, he's British. Yeah. But like the fact that he's like meters, I was like, because he's British. <laughs> it's mostly because I was like, I don't know how long that, I don't know what the distance is. 
I don't know what that is. I can't measure that in T-Rexes. <laughs> what is the uh, meter to T-Rex conversion rate? I mean, usually when you type in stuff into Google, it does. for some reason that didn't work for me. I don't understand why. How oh, many T-Rexes? I don't know. I don't understand. Back at the cave, Harmony is venting to Dawn. It's hard out there for Harmony. Hard out there for Harm. When you're trying to make that money with the charm. Ah, there you go. I was like, mm, I've got nothing. <laughs> swarm. <laughs> swarm. The, the Harm Swarm is, is what we call her gang now. The Harm Swarm? Yeah. <laughs> then... <laughs> oh. um, I, I like that Dawn and her can commiserate, you know, just not mm-hmm. getting any respect. Yeah. It's, it's just, that sucks. It makes you feel like shit. But it's a mutiny. The minions are going to kill Harmony and eat Dawn. Yeah. I, I can't blame them. She's not a good leader. Does it ever bother you? And they, they say this a lot in the mm. show. When they refer to vampires as eating people, when that's not really what they're doing, that's like I a... Mean, they're, would would you say, like, if you're having tomato soup, would you say you're drinking it? Well, but here's the thing. you're You're eating all of the tomato soup. If you were just, say, sucking down a honeycomb and just sucking out the honey, not like eating the whole thing, would you say you were eating it? No, because you're only sucking out part of it. Um, I've never done that in my life. No, I know. It's a really bad analogy. I can't think of one. Yeah. What the, but like a food where like you don't, like if you didn't eat the whole thing, you're just... Well, like what about like sunflower seeds? You don't say like I'm, I'm sucking on sunflower. You say like I'm eating sunflower seeds and you spit out most of that. Yeah. I think the fact that it is, like, for sustenance, uh, eating makes sense to me. Yeah. If it was just, like, for fun, or, like, they were, like, eating a steak and then, like, sucking on a little bit of neck. I I guess, like, feeding off of is the the term that I prefer because I feel it's more accurate. I feel like it's just, it's more civil to say, like, eating. It's like feeding off of is is a little uncouth. I don't know, because eating to me brings up images of, like, yeah flesh being ripped off mm-hmm. I'm like well they don't really want your muscle or skin or anything they just want the liquid maybe these are just weird vampires that really like to like chew on their their food <sighs> buffy shows up uses the crossbow Woot! i just love because i feel like she's always brandishing a crossbow but so rarely uses one i wonder if it's if there's a reason choreography rise if it's hard to do yeah it's probably um i do like the line of uh dawn saying touch me and my sister will kill you and buffy shows up and says well can't say she didn't warn him (laughs) uh (laughs) harmony at last we meet harmony (laughs) we've met (laughs) Uh. she stabs a vamp with the unicorn horn I do love that it's that giant vampire almost sneaks around behind her and gets her like, how does that guy sneak around? He's very light on his feet. I guess so. He's like a John Belushi. I don't get the reference. Because he was a large man, but known for being very great, graceful and nimble. Oh, really? Yeah. No, no. Great. Uh, The gals plan on tattling on each other, but when they get home, Buffy covers for Don, who really would have been the one in trouble. Yeah. Giles buys the magic shop. Like, it's just like being a librarian, except people pay for the things they don't bring back. <laughs> um, I don't like Buffy's, you know, thing about, like, don't touch anything. Don't move. What you're doing right there, don't... It's like, oh, that's just being shitty. Yeah. You're just being shitty. Like, may- maybe the second time. But when you come back for, like, a third and a fourth... Like, she's you're just, not you're a just bowl being... in a china shop. Yeah. She's doing her homework or writing in her diary. Cut yeah, her some slack. Like, come on, come down a little bit. I do like the revelation that... Uh, 
Giles watched Passions with Spike. Yes. Uh, I was thinking when he had that line, I was like, wait, did we see him do that or is this a new thing? Yeah. I think Passions has been mentioned before. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, a much bigger thing like this season about that being like Spike's favorite show. Uh, so what do you think about the real me? I mean me as a person, not the other. Oh, no, I'm kidding. No, oh, I don't want to know. I was waiting I don't for that know. one. Um, <laughs> I have mixed feelings. Like the harmony stuff is great, mm. and I really love the concept of like bringing on a new character with no explanation of how this character has supposedly always always existed, even though we know it hasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be more sympathetic towards Dawn, mm-hmm. and this episode makes that hard. It does. It really does. I like like the idea of the diary and mm -hmm. that's like introducing us to, especially for a teenager. It's Mm -hmm. so appropriate. If it were Xander, you'd be like, you know, diary. Um, (laughs) And seeing Harmony is great. It's all of that's hilarious. But yeah, I'm, you're really making it hard to like this character Mm -hmm. and give a shit about her when you're instantly making her just so annoying. The characterization would work if she really was a character that has always been there. Yeah. But if it's a new character you're introducing, yeah, you got to be careful with that. Exactly. I'm all, like I said, people are already going to be resistant to her. Mm -hmm. Make it doubly hard by making her just, I mean, not just her being annoying, but everyone's, you know, Joyce's attitude towards Mm -hmm. Buffy and Dawn together is super annoying. And I get what you're going for. Like that is the whole like sibling dynamic, right? Too much. Yeah. Too far. Yeah, it's not that it doesn't make sense. It's just that it doesn't help the what I'm assuming their goal is to make you care about this character. That's yeah. New. I'd almost. I think it would almost be better if if Dawn were a super sympathetic, mm-hmm. adorable little yeah. sister that everyone loved, and it was just annoying to Buffy. Yeah. The like the you know the conversation later where Riley's like, mm-hmm. dude, what's up with you and your sister? Yeah. That would be interesting. And you know, she's in reality, she's frazzled because this is a new dynamic and it's you're forcing her into it. But it, it yeah, I I I wish Dawn was more likable. And then it would be more of an interesting reversal, spoilers, when later on in the season you find out the truth about Dawn, and mm-hmm. then everybody else would turn against her. And then it would have to be Buffy kind of being the one to defend her, even though she's been the one who's mm-hmm. kind of been anti-Dawn. In right. And mm-hmm. that would have been an interesting dynamic. I agree. Now it's time to celebrate Buffy's badassery with this week's Slay of the Week. So I think, uh, especially since technically... Dracula lives. The Slay mm. of the Week has to go to the Unicorn Stabbing. The Unicorn Stabbing is great. That's my runner-up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I. That's clever. It's cute. Yeah. I like it. The first two vamps in Buffy versus Dracula, when she's out hunting, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think are both really well choreographed, and you can tell that she's enjoying this for the fight. Yeah, yeah. So I think both of those fights are really great. The second one in particular, the one that Dracula is watching. Mm. Is my, is my slay of the week. Um, it's got some really great choreography. She that's where she grabs his head in between her thighs and brings him down. Yeah. Like it's just it's pretty badass. So would you be ready to go international? I got my plane ticket already. Buffy Tapaja, Vampirit. Ernie Dragon, das Rhein Fleisch Canoe. Rifle International. So for Buffy versus Dracula, or for some reason in my notes, Buffy versus Dracut. Uh, that's not an alternate <laughs> title. I just somehow wrote down Dracut for this part. This one, sadly, it's mostly 
just Buffy versus Dracula. The French one is Buffy against Dracula, which I think is probably just like basically saying verses, but I like to think of it as maybe having the double meaning of um, she's fighting, but she's also against Dracula, if you know what I mean? Like the, the she's touching that sweater vest. <laughs> um, Very soft, Mike. But although this is not an international title, it is international, so I will include it under international title roundup. In Australia... Buffy vs. Dracula was aired as the season finale of season four. Why? It doesn't say exactly why, but I think it kind of makes sense as a cliffhanger. Mm. Even though, like, mm-hmm. you have, it's weird that they have a three month time gap in between the second to last episode and the last episode. It is almost a better cliffhanger as a season finale to introduce a new character as someone's sister that you've never seen before. I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. And sometimes I do misremember that it's restless where where it's the dawn moment at the end of mom. Like sometimes mm. I, I'll just forget like, oh, wait, no, that's not until Buffy versus Dracula. Right. So I think it kind of makes sense. And it is a really fun show episode to have as a finale. I agree. I think yeah. it also works as a premiere to have a lot of fun before you mm-hmm. have to get into like the dawn stuff and kind of get into the... The main thrust of the the big bad of the year. Oh, phrasing. <laughs> there was no penetration. My A-type personality, Matthew mm-hmm. Brain, can't handle the fact that that means then that season four is one episode too long and season five is one episode too short. That just bothers me. Um, it's because of magic. Uh, <laughs> so for the real me, there are some legitimate alternate titles. Uh, the French one is Jealousies. Sure. Um, and then the German I really enjoy, Dear Sister of Mine. Ooh. That feels like a really like fun kind of sleazy horror film of the 80s that's been forgotten. Dear Sister of Mine. And it's like some some killer dressed up in like a Bo Peep mask or something. Nice. I always think, that's funny, I was thinking like single white female, but they're sisters. Ooh, I like that. Or like, yeah, like the, the female version of The Good Son. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, the sister version of the talented Mr. Ripley, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make it happen. All right. Okay. We got to read that script, guys. (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to the Sunnydale Stacks. Please like us on Facebook. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunnydale Stacks to ask us questions or share your own opinions and memories about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Sunnydale Stacks is a part of the 27th Letter Productions Network. Look for our sister podcast, Hey Do You Remember? And join us next time when we dust off the replacement and out of my mind when we get lost in the Sunnydale Stacks.